Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Hi, this is Tori Silva. I'm an intern here at the Urban Homestead, and today I'll be taking over the podcast in place of Anais to switch turns and interview her this time around. For those of you who are new and listening, Anais is one of the three owners and siblings of the Urban Homestead, an urban farm here in sunny Los Angeles, California. Anais, what's up? How have you been? Okay, long or short answer? No, I just go took, for it. No, We're I've been yours. very well, thank you, and thank you for switching places with me today. I'm, I'm going to be on the other side, so that's going to be fun. Um, and yeah, I've been good. Um, I mean, I'm still here. I think that's a good, you know, good response. I think everything's feeling heavy these days. Um, and you know, discussing with you, I think just everybody just you know, in a different spot than we were a couple months ago. So. Um, I feel blessed and I feel grateful, but I do feel um, like there's a heavy weight, especially just trying to figure out how to navigate uh, the new normal. So, but and all in all, I'm yes, good. Yeah, personal level and running a business yes, at the same time. Exactly. Too. I I think it's just a lot. You know, there's the personal issue. You know, the issues with your personal life. Um, you know, your personal just trying to you know make it every day through you know everything. And then the yes, you're right. The business. So the business has you know, dramatically changed a lot. We lost all our catering and restaurant clients, um, you know, and the Urban Homestead it lost all its basically programs in terms of no, you know, tours, no students, no scouts, no events, no anything. So that's, yeah, so, but we're grateful that we do have one thing left and that's the farm boxes. So um, can't complain about that. And the farm boxes compared to pre-pandemic <laughs> craziness, that's all, I mean, while everything else has been on hold, that's the one thing that's been consistent. And I think you, you mentioned earlier that it's something that has actually gone up. Do you yeah. see a higher demand during these times? Yes, what I do. What do you think the correlation is? Um, people are searching for food. They're, you know, I guess um, they don't want to risk going out, being exposed. So this gives them an option of just basically grab and go and get their farm boxes. So yes, we uh, have tripled our farm box subscriptions, which is amazing. Um, you know, it's definitely more work, but then, you know, like I said, we're not doing anything else, so <laughs> might as well, right? <laughs> so, and it, we feel like we are providing uh, a service to the community to, that gives us something productive and worthwhile to go, you know, to, to wake up uh, yeah. and do something productive. Um, and so we're grateful for that. Yeah, and you're meeting more people that you probably normally wouldn't mm-hmm. have. Like, they would have been at, like, Vons <laughs> or something, yeah. and now you're like, oh, you're my neighbor. Like, yeah. there's more people around me. Yeah, so it's great. It's 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 been good. Unfortunately, I've all the new people are masked, so I have to figure. <laughs> out. I'm like okay, <laughs> trying to remember. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. You have to tell people now by like the pattern of exactly. Your masks. Like, okay, sunflower, oh, sunflower. <laughs> yes. You. Um, yeah. What other um, roles have you or your main role at the homestead? What have your daily duties here been like? Yeah, my daily duties have shifted a little bit. You know, before it was like running the programs, answering the emails to, you know, for the school groups, uh, doing the workshops, um, 
and going out, you know, uh, going to, you know, certain events and being like an ambassador for mm-hmm. the homestead. So being out and about and, and networking and stuff like that. So yeah, that has been shelved, but, um, you know, day to day, you know, people, I, you know, when they said, you know, stay at home, you know, my home routine really hadn't changed much. And mm-hmm. it just shifts, shifts a little bit focus, shifts a little bit prioritized um, things. So, you know, you still have to feed the, get up, feed the chickens and ducks, still have to, you know, water the plants, sow the plants. I'm, I'm still more admin now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, before I would a lot, you know, hands-on in the garden and helping, but um, I've been sort of pushed into the admin um, role to, to, to administer to, to the new interns, you know, like yourself, um, getting them in, getting them orientated, um, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I'm sort of multi, I wear many hats during the day. So mm-hmm. I'm sometimes many, many hats at one time <laughs> at, at some time. <laughs> so it's like, um, but, um, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I, I find I'm, I'm now like, now that I'm seeing, I'm coming to the realization, you know, doing some, uh, reflection the other day was like, okay, so, cause we are now in July. Um, I think, um, I thought, oh, maybe by the summer things will quote, go back to normal. Right. So now I'm kind right. of resigned to the fact like, okay, this is the normal for maybe about a year. Yeah. Um, and what can I do with that? Yes. So now it's like shifting that mind shift of, okay, not waiting and, and, and doing so. It's like, okay, now this is what, this is what it is. And now yeah. what can we do with it? So yeah, I've been working on that, trying to figure out where the nonprofit's going to go, where the business is going to go. Cause you know, it is, and maybe you can, and I'll probably talk to Justin about that. It's, um, you know, the, the things that we were planting for the restaurant clients and the catering clients, which were, those were for parties and weddings and Rose Bowl and Rose Parade, all that has yeah. been, think so it's like so we're coming to the we had a discussion family discussion the other day so okay come summer we're now planting the fall do we plant the pansies or do we plant the stuff for the quote catering clientele and the restaurant clientele who maybe might maybe be there come spring possibly we don't know yeah so it's that's a challenge it's like okay so where do you put the energy and the money that you do have into the business where does it grow from here um into the unknown you know business and everything is unknown as it is but um this is definitely an an unknown so you're planting in hopes of and you know you know so we'll see it's going to be interesting ride for sure yeah a lot of people that are listening to your podcast listen because they are curious about starting like a homestead themselves or getting into it and what you just explained is something (laughs) a lot of people don't think about i think you've mentioned or we've seen too Mm -hmm. people get really excited Mm -hmm. and they're like oh pandemic Mm -hmm. like i'm just going to start my own farm and Mm -hmm. you know it's as you're saying, it's not that easy because you always have to think at least a few steps ahead of what if, um, what mm-hmm. are the demands going to be. Everything affects you guys. Mm-hmm. It's, being a farmer is, I feel like just being an engineer, I've learned you guys really don't get enough credit because you are like a forecaster, you're a <laughs> weather woman, you're a business insider, economics magazine. Like you have to pay so much attention to global trends mm-hmm. the weather like mm-hmm. everything so no i'm glad yeah. you mentioned that because it's it is hard to like describe what you go th- go th- goes on you know throughout the day and you're being here you kind of see some of you know yeah. um you know my i guess vibrations and my mental gymnastics mm-hmm. and my um you know i don't know if it's i don't know if it would call it meltdowns but it's just sometimes it's just like 
when lots of stuff is thrown at you, you know, you have to deal with it. And it's like hurts my brain sometimes. So yeah, you've been sort of where I'm trying to talk things out or you're seeing, you know, something happen and it has a, you know, a ripple effect. Okay. So this knocks something. Okay. That goes boing, 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 boing mm-hmm. and knocks down to something else. So yeah, when people, I mean, people, for those who want to start a homestead and you know, want to start farming, mm-hmm. it's best to start small and it's best to understand what you're going to get yourself into. <laughs> um, I know you wanted to start farming. <laughs> yeah. And so I, you know, after mm-hmm. being around here, we'll see. No, but, um, you, it is, it, it can't be, you can't be segregated in terms of what, um, this lifestyle is. It can't be sort of like li- um, life work separation. It is your life. Mm. It is your work. So I think that's when you come into this sort of, uh, mentality of homestead farming lifestyle it takes up all of you you can't compartmentalize so it's um, yeah and that's where I think it's 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 fun you know it's like you know if you have like a hobby garden great you know summer garden mm-hmm. get your stuff but if you're turning into uh, um, you know, not full time, but it's it's you're turning in because of the pandemic or whatever. Can you grow more more of your food? Can you you know raise your animals? Can you do this? Can you become more self sufficient? It's about knocking off chunks of stuff, and it's about going forward, but then also sliding back sometimes mm. because sometimes it's like I can't do it all. Yeah, and I I you know you come to the realization that you can't do it all. Hence, um you know why we have the internship program and things like that it takes you can't you when they say self-sufficient it means self-sufficient in a sense but it's self-sufficient not to not minus community or people there you go so it's it takes a village like they say it takes people it takes Mm. um it takes uh work it takes a lot and you know we're up early we're, we're you know there's no nine to five for us um, sometimes I wish it was because it's hard to turn off your work brain um, mm-hmm. um, when you're trying to solve problems and you can't yeah. and sometimes you can't turn off your work brain you know if if it gets hot you have to you know go and water the plants even though you're you know exhausted or if you have a sick chicken and you want to mm-hmm. go out on a well you know go out you know hiking or whatever yeah. no you have to take you have to take an account the life that is around mm-hmm. you. So yeah. where it's not a paper job or it's an internet job where you can just, okay, you know, uh, it's five o'clock, done. Um, yeah, and this is where, you know, we're right now, like you said, I'm thinking, okay, what does it, what is, what does the homestead look in one or two months time? What is it gonna look like in spring? What is it gonna look like next summer? So it's always this, oh, and I know you can't control it um, mm. because that's when you get in trouble. It's like, oh, um, you know, knowing you think you know, or this is what you plan because you know what they say. God laughs at you know your plans mm, and stuff like yeah. that. So you can't be in control where it's like tight control, mm-hmm. but you have to be forward thinking. You have to be looking and um, you know uh, figuring out mm-hmm. how do we do this. It's like problem solving mm. as you go. So that's I think that's the most thing. I think the easiest thing is to plant something and mm-hmm. harvest it and go and go in the kitchen and pick it <laughs> yeah um and where it's the business side or the pro you know where we said right. where the programs were yeah. involved in the community what what it looked like that's where yeah. um you know it takes up a lot of my time thank you so much yeah. for sharing that because i think people go on instagram mm-hmm. or blogs mm-hmm. youtube blogs and they think oh yeah like you pick something yeah. and then you 
take a picture and you just look cute and yeah. it's so much work goes behind the scenes of that mm-hmm. um so yeah basically mm-hmm. yeah it's gritty it's yeah. not always it's not always instagrammable but i mean it is beautiful i mean you look at it and you see it now you test mm-hmm. yourself it's gorgeous outside yeah. but how we get there and it's sweaty like right now it's hot and it's a sweaty job and um and right now we're um i don't know if you've been back there mm-hmm. since um this weekend but this weekend we um we're um, chicken coop and duck compound and goat compound renovation so that's exciting and so mm-hmm. we came to the I mean I think what we did was um, you know we got through the spring because it's like spring is planting planting now sort of we're in the summer summer lull where everything's planted you just kind of have to water mm-hmm. pick maintain a little bit and so I was like okay you know as a family like okay what are we gonna do with the homestead where, what, what's yeah. where are we going with this and so now that we're still sort of sort of stuck at home and there's no um, going to be any workshops or maybe tours for the mm-hmm. seasonal future it's like okay so what do we do with this time so what we decided to do with, with the time is let's make homes you know home homestead improvements that we've always been wanting to do <laughs> i love that too. yeah homestead so improvements. Homestead yeah. <laughs> improvements that we've always wanted to do so it's like okay so we're quote stuck here yeah. um we have time we're not we're not um divided where we have to like oh we have to do a workshop today. Oh, we have school tour day. So there's no like, oh, it's just farm boxes. So uh-huh. we can, we have these chunks of time now. So it's like, okay, let's, let's maybe put in the rain tank. Let's put in the, you know, let's make the, the, the animal compound, the farm, you know, the, the animal farm compound improvement. So, so let's do that now because we have this sort of time, mm-hmm. quote, free time. Right. Um, and so maybe that's, um, that's, you know, a good thing to, to maybe just, um, reflect back home and 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 do what we've always wanted to do so that's that's our summer project goals for this yeah year, so. no it's a great breather during mm-hmm. this time to just have the veggies kind of do their own thing mm-hmm. and you can build in the meantime and yeah i mean everything's on hold but mm-hmm. that gives you enough space in between to yeah. work on your projects yeah. um speaking of projects um the urban homestead is uh you're you and your siblings are the owners and it's something that is you've grown up in Mm -hmm. um could you explain a little bit about the history of how the urban homestead came to be yeah a little bit a bridge version so um and if people want to know maybe a little bit more of the history a little uh, a nice little we call infomercial film short film is homegrown revolution on youtube if you look that up um, we did that in 2007. It was it was uh, well received. Went um, we put it on YouTube, and then people liked it and won it in film festivals. It won awards. Was also shown on Oprah, and things like that. So it was a little inspiring film. We call it the little film that could went around. <laughs> we didn't think it was a film, but it did. Um, so that gives a little history. But um, so uh, the name Derves, our, our history. We've had a nursery. We had a nursery in Belgium. My great great grandfather. He and then he immigrated here. Um, in the in 1900s, I believe I can't think it was 17 something like that. <laughs> and then he had my grandfather, and they had a, they had a nursery. They immigrated to Florida, um, Tampa. They had a nursery, and my grandfather um, also uh, ran that nursery and loved plants. So plant, you know, gr- the green genes or mm-hmm. green thumb is in our are in our blood. We're we always real. planting something. Yeah, I don't think I remembered as a little kid, um, you know, being in Florida on the 10 acres, and I begged you know dad had a garden we had a beautiful garden but I begged dad like oh can I have a, a little plot for my flowers I was obsessed <laughs> with, and I was I must have been like five I don't even know but I just was obsessed with growing stuff so 
Um, yeah, like I said, I can't, I can't get rid of it, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like I'll plant anywhere if you're, you're standing still. So, um, and then Dad um, grew up, you know, in, in Florida, and my grandfather had an amazing garden. He was, also, he was featured in, in the paper for his beautiful tropical plants because he was always propagating, and it was, it was a gorgeous garden. But so um, Dad um, went to college, and then he with, it was in 1969, so there was a lot of things happening in America in <laughs> 1969. So um, he immigrated to New Zealand to homestead because he wanted to go back to the land. There was a movement at that time. Um, which where I was born, so we had a homestead there in New Zealand. You know, had rainwater, goats. I mean, drank rainwater, goats, mm-hmm. um, chickens, bees, and so I was born. And my grandparents said, "Oh, you know, come back to America." And he said, "Okay." He did. So <laughs> he got ten acres in Florida and homesteaded there. We had goats, bees, a massive garden, and then my dad. He was like I said, this is a bridge, but he was always about helping people and he thought being a minister would. So he came out to California to be passing it to, to go to theology school. Was this at Fuller? Uh, it's ambassador, but it's not there oh, anymore. Okay. So he did two years because he thought he would help people by, you know, being a preacher. Yeah. Um, but instead we helped, um, this became our ministry instead. Yay. So, preaching plans. Preaching plans, preaching how to, um, how to homestead. So, but when, and when we moved here in 84, and we bought the, the the place that we are at on on Cyprus in '85, and you know we immediately planted a garden. We brought our country fried ways with us, so we didn't you know we didn't skip a beat. It was like plowed under plowed the little corner of the property, planted corn, beans, and squash. That's what we did, you know. And kids, we ran around barefoot and and crazy. So um so so yeah, and then you know about and I would say 1996. 18, 1989, Dad smothered the front yard. Um, he was like, I'm not watering these plants, any, or, sorry, not watering this grass anymore. <laughs> so our neighbors thought we were crazy, and so that happened. And then in eight, nine, about the mid-90s, because we were homeschooled, we were, mm. we were doing all sorts of stuff. We were, you know, preserve, or learning how to survive, you know, survival right. skills, hiking in the mountains, Real. making solar. Uh, ovens out of cardboard, awesome. collecting gray water in a bucket. So we were always as kids doing, you know, crazy stuff, <laughs> but crazy but cool. Yeah, now now it's like cool. hippie but hip now. So we yeah. were like hippie kids. Now it's like what everyone who went to college yeah, is like. So, I wish I learned some okay. like. So before I was like rolling my eyes like dad. Now it's like oh dad was super cool ahead um, of the game. Yeah. yeah, he's a pioneer. Honestly, I yeah. mean I remember some of the stories you shared, but I mean mm-hmm. just specifically. I think, yeah, I'm, I was excited to ask you this because the mind of your father is really a modern pioneer for this type of lifestyle mm-hmm. in the urban setting that mm-hmm. has kind of taken off in current times and especially during these times, you know, again, mm-hmm. with everyone mm-hmm. wanting to be self-sufficient. Um, what do you think some of the traits of somebody who wants to create Mm-hmm. something like a homestead like a homestead turn their home into a homestead yeah what are, what are the traits that you feel that have helped you um or the something about maybe even your father that you admire mm-hmm. you know what does it take yeah that's good what does it take <laughs> it t- takes uh, not knowing that you don't know anything um it takes <laughs> enough, uh, it takes faith it takes it takes courage it takes um you know yeah, it's like that, you know, it takes a lot of faith and patience, and you have to 
struggle and know things don't come easy just like garden you plant a seed you know it takes a couple months so these are not these you know homesteads homes to homesteads are not mm-hmm. extreme makeovers it's not mm-hmm. going to happen overnight so this was a 30 plus year journey for mm-hmm. us like i said we we immediately planted a garden but then we added quote different elements over the course of our, the home the home's life mm-hmm. uh, lifespan uh, was like okay let's do solar pan let's do solar panels because the city of pasadena offered a rebate for solar panels so we just started what we did was the elements uh, made what the elements of a homestead look like water waste food animals um diy community so the, all these elements you can i think look online we did dad put together 10 elements of urban homesteading a little little thing so um so he does, yeah, just compartmentalize. You're not going to get it all at once. It's like, okay, this is the, my ma- the plan. And you do it when you can, when you do, when you have money, or you do it if a program comes up in your city, or you have time. So you know that's, and it's never ending. Like I said, we're here at 30, was it? We've been here 30-something years. And so it's like, oh, we're evolving again. Here we go. Uh, renovations, redesign, reinvent, reimagine, revisit. And so it's all these re's because... It's, um, you know, the homestead grows, plants grow too well. Um, oh, that's now shady. Um, what do we do about that? You know, cause you don't have, especially in an urban setting, you have a lot of elements that you're dealing with. You're dealing with your neighbors, trees uh, maybe, you're dealing yeah. with small piece of land. So um, there's a lot of things that make it more challenging doing such a small space. Cause you have to do so, so much in a small space and, and you know, organize, you know, as you know, you can mm-hmm. see me, you know, almost like, organization is like a big task for me it's like okay put things back tools where does that where does all my canning jars go Mm -hmm. um and space for that so it's just realizing what you're getting yourself into um and just planning that out make sure you have enough storage space make sure you know that there's turnovers things grow well things don't grow well you're always reinvent you you're reinventing yourself um, every almost every year, come fall and, and, and fall, we'll look at the yard and say, okay, that worked. That this worked, you know, worked too well. Um, and then you know, pl- plan for the spring to tweak it. It's always about tweaking it and um, and just you know, trying to make it better, especially in a small space. It's very it's very challenging. Mm, got it. Um, I guess one more question uh-huh. on that. I guess just growing up here on the homestead. Um, did you do you have a favorite memory as a child? It's, it's pretty rare. Not many kids grew up on a, mm-hmm. a kind of homestead environment. It sounds very magical. And, yeah. And how has just being raised in this kind of homestead environment mm-hmm. uh, affected your identity as an adult as well? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think you know when you're when you're a kid, you don't appreciate it. Um, like I said, you I think it's always true that kids always like you know oh dad oh mom you know they roll their eyes at their parents and making them eat good you know salads and <laughs> and and stuff like that oh, or or you know um oh why do we have to do that or you know hmm. why, you know other kids are doing that and we're doing this and stuff so it's a challenge it is a challenge for kids to do that because the pressures of the outside world um are there and real so it's not easy but when we started reading, because um, like I said, we were homeschooled, we started reading books. I think, oh wow, must have been in the uh, 90s. I read uh, Diet for New America, End of Nature. And that one I realized, oh, okay, so dad, you know, will eventually be gone one day and then it'll be my problem. 
And so his journey became our journey. And so we actually took that, that like, oh, this is now, that was, you know, you know, like, okay, we thought that was a little, I don't want to say, he was his hippie, you know? So yes. it was like, oh, okay, he's making sense that, oh, that planting a garden and doing this stuff is actually saving the world, mm-hmm. saving myself. And so it, then it became our journey. Okay. So there's a point where, yeah, you're just, you, you want to th- you want to just rail against what your parents, you know, mm-hmm. thing. But then if you, and you can't, like I said, it's some, it's not like it's something debatable. It's, right. it's something that's, it's, it's, um, it's true. We're, we're, we're grounded to the land. Mm-hmm. We're grounded to each other. Yes. We're grounded to help one another. Um, we're, we're here to be good stewards of the planet yes. and the people and the, and the animals. So Great. what, you know, you can't really as when your kid mind goes to adult mind what do you what are you gonna rebel against that you just like oh it starts to make sense mm-hmm. and so that's when the homestead sort of became ours so you know at that time then we started my brothers got into biodiesel we started um, bringing in the chickens and the ducks and the goats so then it became like oh a wake-up call for us and we're like yeah let's see how much we can do on this little piece of land because we always, you know, because I came from 10 acres in Florida, I thought, oh, this is too small, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be in the city, and we often looked at land for yeah. sale, but we just never weren't able to get it every time we look, or something, yeah. something happened, so we're, so, in two, and that's when dad said in 2001, he said, let's see how much we can grow on this little patch of land, let's see what we can actually do, because everybody's like, oh, grass is greener, if we only had more land, this mm-hmm. is not big enough, everybody is looking at what we don't have, and right. so he said, well, let's look at what we do have, yeah. this is what we have, and <laughs> let's see what we can do with it, and so, yeah, and so that's what we did, and that's when we put ourselves online, and back in the 2000, and, and I, you know, I remember sitting there, um, talking with dad, you know, and he was like, oh, you know, maybe you should write about, you know, because he's like, you know, there's, at that time, there wasn't that, there wasn't blogs, so there was nothing, you know, there was no, uh, you know, really home study stuff online at the time. Um, I remember, because it was GMO, and he was like, oh, we got to, like, be worried about this, and we should, you know, show people alternatives, and he was like, maybe just, like, write about what we do here at the, at our place, and I remember thinking, Oh, why would I like write like we pick corn today? You know, I was like, <laughs> right. who cares? But that's but what I started. People did care. It did. Yeah, I did. I know. So I remember. You know, this was back in July. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, July. Wow. It actually. Now that I think about it, I was. We might be close wow, to within special. a couple. Yeah, within a couple days, my first quote blog. We didn't have blogs, yeah. but my very first post online yeah. when I I think it was like July something. It said. Um, summer garden report wow. yeah so full circle, full circle. Anniversary. <laughs> yeah I mean, so yeah and and it took off and people started uh, you know started reading like I said we it wasn't a blog at the time so I don't I don't know what exactly we would call I call I think I called it a journal and so yeah. people started reading that and and then you know we were in then you know newspaper called and stuff so the, yeah the rest is history but um, yeah I just remember thinking you know who you know who cares about me picking corn but um it does it because it's um it shows what positive you know what positive chains can people can have um you know just providing food for your family and then mm-hmm. you know studies have shown you know being out in the in, outside being in the dirt it's it's mental health it's mm-hmm. not emotional it's physical it's spiritual so you're not only growing food you're growing your your lifestyle you're growing um 
a better world. Exactly. And speaking of mental health, um, I know you wear many hats here. <laughs> You're an amazing Wonder Woman. You do it all. How have you been doing self-care during these times? The people want to know. People want to know. How does a queen take care of herself? <laughs> how does a queen? Okay. That is a good question. Um, <laughs> I have had to, that is, yeah, I try to take Saturdays off. Um, no, no computer, um, no outside things, you know, outside uh, business or whatever. So try to take time to go for walks. Um, you know, for a while there, we couldn't even go for walks. Right. So that was way frustrating. I was like <laughs> losing my mind. So I was like, can't even walk. Um, well, we could walk, but we couldn't walk yeah. in the mountains. But um, so getting walks and just stopping. I've had to, when it feels overwhelming, it feels heavy. I just have to take a deep breath and be grateful. I think, um, you know, just realizing, okay, I'm grateful for what am I grateful for? Because it does, it's heavy at times. It's like, okay, what is, what is this? I don't, you know, get this. What's, what's going on? Um, to count, you know, count your blessings. That always helps um, to keep a positive about that. But yeah, it's been rough. Uh, honestly, I'm not gonna sugarcoat yeah, that. It has so. been rough. Um, just like, because I think I feel, and as you know, we, I guess, Virgo, I feel everybody's vibe, and and we've discussed that too. It's mm -hmm. just, it's heavy. You're, you're, you know. Same, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're having a hard time. Sure yeah, you're having a hard well. time. Exactly. <laughs> so, and so and so is having a hard time, and everybody's having a hard time. So yeah. it's hard when everybody's collectively having a hard right. time to kind of rise above that right. and help, help, you know, bust through that mm -hmm. and and do that. So we're so I think we're. Feel like we're just all holding hands and holding yeah. on together and holding trying to hold our heads above water yeah, so exactly. um just do the best you can sometimes it's um do something new it's hard because sometimes it's it's like you get in a routine and mm -hmm. then you're like oh wow where did the week go and then you're exhausted and you're like how can i be exhausted when i have less work <laughs> why am i so tired yeah. you know so i think it's just a heaviness so it is about getting i'm trying to do a little bit more exercise um going walking um, enjoying some binge, binge thing, binging on some Netflix things just nice. to, to release, you know, all my brain working overtime. So, mm, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Good self care for sure. Just chilling mm -hmm. and not being too hard on no. yourself. And yeah. Just, just know you can't do everything and just step back. Say, okay, I didn't mind. You know, just, yes. it's, they'll, they'll be tomorrow. God willing. So. And we will rise above <laughs> this. Like I've, you said, through yeah. honesty and just being there for each mm -hmm. other and this place definitely has that down already. <laughs> no, I know. We've had, amazing how many, just if you realize how many people are, quote, helping even the, with right. the pandemic, even though, you know, we don't have workshops or mm -hmm. tours and stuff. But, you know, the over 200 families come to the CSA almost, what is it, we have, what, two dozen, uh, dozen or more interns now that are awesome. coming. Yeah, they're coming every day because they're losing their minds, too. Right. And so this offers them a place, a sanctuary, uh, um, a place to ground to 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 recharge to go back and out you know take on the take on the you know the challenges of the pandemic so, yeah, yeah definitely and then speaking of the space uh, what focus are you kind of looking to maybe take the homestead towards yeah that's a good question so I was going one direction and then, the, then the pandemic sort of you know uh, you know stalled the train for me like put on my you know the train go down the track so it's a little stalled right now so I'm trying to figure out what the programs of the nonprofit looks like because we started the nonprofit in the summer we we're hoping to get grants and things like that to do the programs we still have the interns program so I don't know if we can do do that um, but yeah so maybe it's something about going online and I think we discussed that 
was doing some maybe some sort of online stuff um, as I don't know a lot of people know but I am shy in front of cameras so <laughs> I'll have to get over that and, and kind of work with it so I said yeah so it, it's, it's grow I have to grow myself I think it's a time to take things I didn't want to do or put on the back burner and it's like okay you know no excuse um, this is what you have and now you have to use it I don't care if you're you know you know you're, you're scared or afraid just go and do it so I think that's my next challenge is to do something online so. it ties into a personal goal as yes. well cool okay. personal, <laughs> personal fears and just you know trying to overcome yeah and and then I just wanted to throw in some random wild card questions okay. for the listeners mm -hmm. um your favorite color my favorite color <gasps> <laughs> I know it's hard. What do, what do I? What do I? I wear a lot of like salmon. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I wear like it's like, like neutral apricot. tones. Yeah, neutral tones. All right, salmon yeah. pink. Yeah, salmon pinky. <laughs> Your favorite flower. Favorite flower. I guess it would be rose. I'm I'm really sucker for roses. Okay, the the scent. The or scent. The, the, it's all of it. Like the the symbolism behind it. Yeah, rose. the symbolism. Um, I think and. Um, if I had it correctly, the Dervases did breed some roses awesome. in their nursery back in Belgium. So oh I think gosh. it's in the genetic of roses. And you guys ended up in Pasadena, I city of the roses. roses. Yeah, Saint what the roses. heck? The rose parade. Okay. <laughs> and then your favorite animal. Oh, people are not gonna like me. I have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can you skip this. You have to. No. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm gonna I'm gonna tick off my my animals. They're not here. They're fine. Their ears are. Oh, I guess my. Well, my okay. Let me just my favorite animal right now is Sage, my um, my kitty. So cute. she just you know sweet and cute. So um, and cuddles. So she offers cuddles. So um, for now, it's Sage, my my blue Russian kitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a cat. Okay, cat. And then last but not least, is there anything else you wanted to add and share? Any words of wisdom for these times? Yeah, wow. So hang on, hang, hang in there. Um, it's going to be just keep just, oh, wow, I don't know. Just keep at it. Keep on growing. Like we say in our podcast, it's it, growing is growing all around, growing personally, growing in your homestead, growing in your personal life, growing in community. It's, it's you know, it's about, you know, reflecting and, and trying to grow a better world. We're, like I said, we're all in together. We have to get, and keep positive. I think when we, when we start to attack each other and, you know, it causes stress points. I'm not saying we're perfect. The stress causes triggers and it's, it's like you snap and you're like, oh, it, it's creates stress. So it's just like, we have to calm down and realize, you know, take a step back and realize, you know, like I said, we're all on the ship together. You know, we're, we're stuck in this ship, um, in, you know, in the middle and we have to get, we have to get through this cause this is the only, this is the only ship we got. So. Got it. For sure. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Anything else today? No, I thank you for yeah. interviewing me thank and doing, me yeah. And doing the um, podcast now. So we really appreciate that and all the, the help that you help around the homestead so it's been fun so hopefully we can do this again yes please okay we can all use more community um that's it for today y'all have a wonderful sunny and blessed beautiful day we'd love to hear your feedback or questions visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead follow us on facebook twitter instagram and youtube 
And until next time, keep on growing.